And for more, we're joined on the line now by market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello. We thank you, the ladies. You know, the one thing I remember about my mother is her one day I refused to wash the dishes and she threw a quiet quiet. You know what a quiet quiet yes. is? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget that. Yeah. I hope to have a fantastic weekend, the ladies. Mm, when children don't listen. Uh, Clive, <laughs> looking at what's going on there with the Asian stocks, yeah. now they headed for a third weekly loss and um, also the issue of bond risk, uh, that rose amid concerns of the U.S. Mm. payrolls report. Um, but you know what? What's going on there in totality? Okay, so let's start with the, the Asian stocks. Obviously, we know that they've not had a good week. And, and so their the losses continued even today, this early hours of this morning. So there's no, there's no way they're going to rebound. They're worried, uh, firstly, about the, the bond rates because are, those are closely related to the interest rate and what happens there. So we now know that they're coming back and they've been very, very hawkish, uh, the uh, Miss Janet Yellen. And so we expect that next month the interest rates will be taken up. Will it help the economy? We don't know. All we can say is that it seems like now the Fed is going to be doing it and it's affected some of the Asian stocks. In actual fact, most of the emerging markets have been affected. If you look at the MSCI Asia-Pacific Index, that fell down by 0.2% yesterday. And also Tokyo as well, not doing relatively well, down by 1.1%. So not, not, not necessarily great news, but it's what happens when investors are jittery, when they're not sure whether to play the market or just hold and wait and see what the Fed says. Mm. Looking at what's going on in Australia, Central Bank, uh, now they've indicated that they believe that the jobless rate has peaked and, um, you know, uh, there are signs of a mounting um, improvement in the economy. What's your take there? Mm. You know, when, when they say jobless rate has peaked, you sometimes, sometimes want to say, how does that become positive? But in actual fact, the jobless rate relates to the fact that there's, there's uh, less people looking for jobs. So uh, the, in, the unemployment rate has improved uh, to the positive. So that means there's less people <laughs> that are unemployed. So it can be confusing, that, that statement. But the, the, the data on the domestic economy over the past few months, like, you know, has generally been positive. We know that there's a number of mining companies in Australia that have cut down jobs, uh, which has helped them actually sustain some sort of positivity uh, and being able to control their, their expenditure. So the unemployment rate is now... And so now forecast to remain little changed over the next 18 months uh, or so from this level. This is a bit lower than they had earlier been forecast. So uh, before declining, obviously, in 2017, as growth demand picks up, we know that globally that the economy, economies are, of the developed economies are under pressure. But this is a positive sign for Australia. And it means that they'll be uh, obviously revising uh, their budget as well, because all government sectors there are trying to spend less. Uh, towards making sure that in 2017 the positivity can return into the market. And then, of course, um, you know, the currency is doing all sorts of, uh, you know, gymnastics this week. And it seems as though the emerging market central bankers are getting nervous about these uh, plunging currencies. But, but, but I can't, that's like, you know, they're so very frustrated and confused. You know, the biggest decline in emerging market currencies since the global financial crisis, can we look? It's, turning, it's now becoming very, very uh, 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 uncomfortable. It's creating an uncomfortable situation for, for these 
economies, including South Africa, by the way. So the sell-off has become so swift and so deep that officials are abandoning hands-off policies and concern of the drop of fuel inflation uh, deter investments from foreigners and act as a drag natural fact in economies that are relying on such uh, 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 reports. So we are seeing a decelerating um, of expenditure. We're not seeing as much FDI as we used to in these markets. If you look at, for example, Sakina, just a few of them, you know, you look at the Malaysian uh, ringgit, you look at the Turkish lira, um, you include the South African rand. South African rand is sitting at 12 rand and 71 cents against the U.S. dollar. Very, very difficult time. And it's all because most of these countries rely on commodities. And when they fall, uh, they hit hard and they hit the currency uh, pockets a, a little bit harder. It's, it's fun for the guys that actually earn in rands because they obviously get a, a better stake of the puzzle. But the, most of the companies in the JSD obviously rely also on uh, the dollar uh, the dollar weakness because the dollar strength in actual fact. So what will happen then ultimately is that we are hoping and we are hoping when the United States takes the race up next month that some of these con- currencies will, will, will return back, will rebound again and become much stronger. And that's what I'm hoping.